Welcome to another episode of Couple of Lattes. My name is Jacques Massey and I just had a soy latte. And today's episode we're going to talk about relationships, specifically four relationship red flags. So when it comes to relationships, I find from a personal point of view and from what I see from my friends and people close to me is that when we get into relationships, we kind of develop the sense of comfort within a relationship. We're talking romantic relationships, friendships, um, familial relationships, just relationships in general. Um, but for the purpose of this podcast, let's focus mainly on romantic and physical relationships. So we get into these relationships, we spend about six months together, we have this beautiful honeymoon period, we're having sex all the time, sex in different places, the sex is amazing, we're texting at midnight, we're getting drunk, we're having sex, we're smashing bags, we're having sex, we're just having sex because it's honeymoon period. And then you get to this point in a relationship and you develop the sense of comfort with the person. And regardless of how many red flags start popping up that, hey, maybe we aren't meant to be together longer than just a quick light of a candle flame. No matter how many of these red flags develop because of the comfort that we've built in this relationship, we stay in that relationship for way too long. We end up putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and we bitch and moan to our friends and there's always a problem but we never really want to address it. So a lot of the reason why relationships end so badly is because we see these red flags. Subconsciously we see them, subconsciously we feel them, but we choose not to take responsibility for it. We choose not to communicate with our partner about it. We choose, you choose, I choose not to be accountable for our actions. So hear me out during this podcast in regards to relationship red flags, but remember that ultimately the responsibility to do something about it, that responsibility is on you. Okay guys, before we dive into the topic for relationship red flags, I first want to let you guys know that next week, I'm not going to be super active in promoting the podcast. Reason being, I'm going on a silent meditation. Uh, so you won't see any of the episodes pop up on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter, uh, but they are still going to be there. I am still scheduling two episodes for next week. But if you don't hear from me, you try and contact me and you don't hear back please don't be offended i'm not going to be talking to anyone literally uh, for an entire week uh, and of course i will talk about that experience in a future podcast i'm sure i'll have plenty of emotions and uh, extreme moments of suffering and joy throughout that experience so i'll be sure to let you guys know how it went on that note, um, just before we crack into this podcast, I would like to ask you guys a huge favor. Um, if you can take a moment to just leave a five star rating or a review on whatever app uh, you are using to play this podcast, that would be hugely helpful for me, for Massey Bros and for a couple of lattes as a podcast. The more reviews we get, the more five star ratings we get, the higher our chances of being seen by new listeners. Uh, and for those of you guys who have been with us and myself since the start, thank you. And for anyone who's new, 
let's crack on into another episode of Couple of Lattes. Okay, so we're talking about four relationship red flags. So these are warning signs indicating it might be time to make a swift exit in your relationship. The first one is changing who you are. Compromise is a good thing to an extent. In all successful relationships, regardless of how intimate, compromise is a requirement. It would be foolish to expect your relationship to thrive long term if you are unwilling to make short term sacrifices. Think win-win in any relationship you're in. That being said, you should never have to alter your character. Who you are at your core is precious. If a partner wants you to change the very things which make up your identity, it might be time to consider hitting the road. Change this, change that, be this, be that. Uh, Yeah, nah. How about see you later? Number two is the blame game. If you are the kind of person who actively avoids taking responsibility, you might not like what I have to say. Sorry, but it is your fault. If your partner fits the profile above, it could be time for the chat. Owning up to mistakes, taking blame, and accepting responsibility for our lives is hard, but necessary. If you are with a person who continues to blame you for all that goes wrong in the relationship, only ask why. The blame game is played by insecure people incapable of taking any form of responsibility. Remember, we highlighted responsibility as a key to any relationship right at the start of this podcast. This kind of partner chooses to blame the other for relationship problems, financial troubles, and all manner of personal issues because ownership simply terrifies him or her. All of us have personal problems, which we must take responsibility for ourselves. In a relationship, these problems will not disappear. In addition, you will face problems unique to your partnership. These problems should be faced together without the childishness of blame. I have found that people who are willing to own their personal mistakes are often more mature when it comes to solving relational problems. The blame game is played by narcissistic partners too afraid and childish to commit to solving a deeper problem. If this sounds like your partner, it's time to move on. Number three is firing your friends. For a species that thrived because of its superior communication skills, we are pretty terrible at communicating our feelings. There is a huge difference between saying no more because I say so And I feel hurt when you do that. Please stop. We all have friends, or at least I hope you do. (laughs) Some of those friends will not see eye to eye with our partners and vice versa. That's okay. What isn't okay is your partner banning you from associating with a friend just because he and or she doesn't like that person. There needs to be context. Maybe you're associating with a negative person. Let's call that person Sam. Your partner can see how miserable you are after spending time with Sam. I feel as if every time you see Sam, you come back in a bad mood. What's going on? This indicates your partner cares about your happiness, not that they are threatened by your relationship with Sam, as opposed to, I don't want you seeing Sam anymore. This just screams insecurity and offers no real solution to a potential problem. Maybe your partner is threatened by your friendship with Sam. 
They have noticed that Sam encourages you to make poor life decisions. An empathetic partner would seek to understand why you continue associating with someone who drags you down, not to simply ban you. A partner who resorts to banning you from a friend or group of friends is more concerned with themselves. Selfishly, they avoid encroaching upon the real problem. A partner who is unwilling to understand your friendships or help guide you toward better connections is no partner at all. In other cases, a partner may forbid you from hanging out with your empowering friends. Why? The answer is quite simple. Your partner is narcissistic and fearful that empowered friends might weaken his or her hold on you. People like this will often prey on your weaknesses, convincing you that without them, you have no chance of survival, let alone happiness. This type of partner will seek to isolate you from your friends, slowly making themselves the center of all importance in your universe. This is a much bigger red flag. This type of relationship could lead to far nastier results than an argument about Sam. It may just destroy your character. If you are with a person who continues to isolate you from your friends, family, and loved ones, escape. Number four is making excuses to avoid intimacy. Sex gets boring. Let me say that again. Sex gets boring. It sounds outrageous, I know, but it's true. Well, it doesn't have to. Sex gets boring as we become bored with the same old sequence of events. Pants off, check. A bit of oral, check. A grope and a groan with some half-assed sexy talk, check. The main event in the stock standard missionary, check. I mean, who wouldn't get bored with that? In a committed partnership, both parties need to be devoted to keeping intimacy alive. This can be achieved. Adventurous sex lives are not something reserved for erotic novels like Fifty Shades of Grey. If your lustful honeymoon period has come to a close and your partner is avoiding intimacy with you, then you have a problem. This is a definite red flag. The sexual drive that fueled your initial sexual connection has not disappeared. So if your partner no longer seeks intimacy with you, how long do you think it will take for him and or her to seek out intimacy with another. The avoidance of intimacy is a sign that much bigger troubles will follow. I've picked these four red flags because they often indicate that bigger problems await you and your partner. That is not to say that a host of other red flags do not exist. Relationships are challenging and fraught with problems. Human emotion tends to complicate everything. I would suggest that you surround yourself with a powerful tribe, friends and family who have your best interest in mind and are unafraid of telling you the truth, no matter how difficult it may be, no matter how hard it is for you to see. Secondly, trust yourself. Above all, you are your number one lover, so listen to what your gut is saying. Don't ignore it. If it doesn't feel right, then get out before too much damage is done. Well, guys, that's it for today's podcast, short and sweet, uh, considering we have had a few very long podcasts recently. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, once again, please leave a rating, leave a review, and I will not be talking to you guys next week. You will get the podcast, but you won't hear from me directly if you decide to comment or send me a message. That is because I'll be on that 
week-long silent meditation. Uh, but a week from now, I will respond to any messages you send me. So thanks again for listening. Thanks again for your support. And if you want to connect with Paolo or myself, head on over to Massey Bros. That's M-A-S-S-I-E underscore bros on Instagram and send us a message. And we'll see you on the next episode.